We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other. Hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. All right, good afternoon, Bride. Good afternoon. This is your host today on WATV TV, Bride Time Live. Dr. June Knight with Dr. Day. How you doing, Miss Day? Just fine, thank you. Listen, I am so honored to have you on our broadcast today. You know, I watched an interview that you did with Steve and Yana last year. I believe it was in July of 2019. And, you know, on that video, Dr. Day, we had no idea that the coronavirus was coming and all the traumatic things that happened in 2020. And I'm like, man, if this woman could go back and listen to her interview, what she said then, it was like a prophetic voice of where we're at right now. So I would like for you uh, to explain to the audience a little bit about how you found out about the Noahide laws. Like what is your, uh, history with your husband? Well, when I married my husband, um, his, I, I was divorced and his wife had died. And so it was about 16 years ago. And he had been a long-term U.S. congressman. We had actually met briefly when he was a congressman, when his wife was still alive, because he was on the health committee of Congress, and I was um, a surgeon at San Francisco General Hospital. And at that time was the height of the AIDS epidemic. It was in the late 80s. And I had operated on uh, more patients, apparently AIDS patients, than any surgeon in the country. And I was in the midst of the AIDS epidemic, and I was constantly having conversations with the Centers for Disease Control. At that time, I was uh, really a surgeon and I was not uh, involved in politics until I was. And the way I became involved in politics is, is over the AIDS epidemic. 
when I what? recognize that the Centers for Disease Control and the NIH and all of those government agencies were lying through their teeth. And I was, I had trusted the government up until that time, as many people do. And I, I was awakened to what was really going on in the country. As a child, I uh, was raised a Christian and we studied Revelation a great deal. And so I knew all these things were going to happen. I didn't right. know exactly the way they would happen. And I didn't right. realize they were going to happen in my lifetime until I was involved in the AIDS epidemic. And I was on all sorts of national and international television because I was speaking out about how the government was lying. And that's when I started getting threats to my life by the government. So I realized something bad was going on. And so it was during that time that I uh, understood that end times were really starting. And I didn't know when the hammer would fall. I thought it might fall at the year 2000 with Y2K. But I knew that, that everything was set for them to clamp down and start uh, what is uh, predicted in uh, Revelation you know, 6, 12, 13, 18, all of these um, chapters in Revelation. And I was given uh, documents by low-level people in the Illuminati, uh, people who are administrators and uh, secretaries. And they said, you have a forum to speak out because I was on so much television and we don't, and we don't want to lose our jobs and we don't want to get killed. And you seem not to, Matt, uh, not to worry about being killed. So we're going to give you the information. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had very serious threats to my life. And, oh. uh, and so um, I realized then when I got those documents, I realized that this, this is it. This is it. But it didn't, the hammer didn't fall until last March. But I knew that this was coming because everybody, everything was in place. So well, I want to stop you a minute because I want to go back to the Congress deal. Right. I want to build up to where we're at now because a lot of the people may not understand the wealth of knowledge that you have. Okay, so you was, your husband was on Capitol Hill whenever this law was passed or whatever. And, and okay. he, did, he did not understand that it had been passed until I told him because he was in the dark as well. He did not know this until he started investigating after he was out of Congress. He started investigating what had happened and he found out that he was actually uh, on the House floor uh, on the day that this law was passed under the radar. And what where, law is it? What law? The, this, the, the, the bill is called, um, can give you the number of the bill. Okay. It was HJRES 104. And it was supposed to be about education. It was education day. And yeah. they said it was oh. a birthday celebration for Rabbi Schneerson, who was about 90 or something at the time. And so this, this law, nobody knew about this law. It was passed under the radar. My husband said that all of them were told to go home that day, that there would be no more votes. And then four stayed behind. And those four who stayed behind were uh, 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 Minority Leader Michaels, M-I-C-H-E-L, uh, Michael, um, and uh, 
a man named uh, a representative named Tom Sawyer, and uh, who from, who was from Ohio, and then uh, Tom Ridge, um, who later became the first director of Homeland Security. <gasps> wow! So, yes, yes. He also was, I think, governor of Pennsylvania at the time of 9/11, and covered up that act as well. And so Tom Ridge is their guy and um, he does their bidding. So, so what did ones, your husband say? Did he think he was crazy or what? <laughs> oh, no, he knew me well enough to know that I knew all of these things. He didn't think I was crazy at all. But oh. he, didn't, he didn't know about these things. He didn't. He, he was just as naive as most of the senator, uh, not senators. The senators know what's going on but the congressmen don't. And the senators are all on board with the enemy of Christianity mm -hmm. uh, because uh, most of their funding comes from um, the uh, Israeli IPAC, uh, the Jewish organizations to do what they're doing. And so that's where they get their funding. And so they behave and do what they're told. Otherwise they're out. And so uh, hmm. my, my husband was not a part of their clique, but right. he, when he started investigating, he realized that all the congressmen were told to go home that day, that there would be no more votes. And these four stayed behind and secretly, and they had the audacity to say that it was passed by unanimous consent, which of course was four congressmen instead of the 400 plus. Wow. Oh. There, And so they stayed behind and passed this law. And a number of congressmen had signed on to this law before, thinking, not, not being told what it really said. It was just education day mm -hmm. and a birthday celebration for Rabbi Schneerson. That's all they knew. But what it really is, is uh, it says in there that the Noahide laws are the bedrock of the principles on yeah. which America is uh, is founded, which is, of course, a lie. Right. Uh, we are founded on the Ten Commandments, not the Noahide laws. Yeah. Also, it says the Noahide laws were given to Noah, which is a lie. Right. And then they say they were given to Moses, which is a lie. Right. And then they say they were given to Adam, which is a lie. They come right, right out of the Jewish Babylonian Talmud, which is pure paganism. That's their holiest book. Right. Well, I'm going to stop you for a minute because I've got a whole lot to cover and I've got lots of notes okay. <laughs> because I'm going to, well, we are going to upload the interview you did with Steve and Yana. So mm -hmm. any of you will be able to go back and watch that to get all of the information that she was going to say there. This is what I want to pull on from you because you probably do not understand what our ministry does, but we are called We Are the Bride. And over the past seven years, we have focused on the purity of the church. So a lot of the things that we confront are from the LGBT community. We, we confront a lot and expose a lot about how they have infiltrated, how President Trump partners with them and all this other stuff. So what I want to ask you is, because I found it very fascinating what you said on the interview with Steve and Yana about what you know about the LGBT. I believe that you put together the missing link that I needed having to do with the Noahide laws, because I could not understand 
Okay, if they're trying to present it to society that they are the moral foundation, because at the Republican National Convention back in August, that is what they said, that rabbi on there about them having the moral foundation, which also goes back to that resolution that you're talking about. But if they want to present to society that they have the answers to all of the moral problems in the world with this one world uh, vision they have, how can they do that and partner with the LGBT agenda? So do you mind explaining the connection between the two and how they're actually, uh, you said most of those organizations have, are done by them? Well, they're not partnering with the LGBT community. They are the LGBT community. What? Yes. What? Oh, absolutely. Because every, uh, in my book, I have a book called um, Who Wants Homosexuals Dead? And I know that's a very controversial title, but what I show is that everybody who promotes homosexuality wants them dead because it's such a self-destructive lifestyle. I know it doesn't make sense. That's right. Because again, the Talmud, which is the holiest book of Judaism is pagan sexual debauchery, mysticism. That's what it is. That's why, that's why, yes, the Talmud, the, the, the Judaism does not go by the old Testament ever, ever. In fact, they say that uh, they shouldn't even read the Old Testament. Sometimes they'll take Old Testament scrolls and put them over their head and traipse them through the synagogue as an icon, but they don't read them. They don't live by them. They live by the Talmud, which is the Babylonian Talmud, which is sexual debauchery and filth. Yes, my son exposed that yesterday, how they can have sex with three-year-olds and younger. Right, right, Uh, right. And so, so uh, homosexuality is condoned in the Talmud. It's condoned. It doesn't make any sense. Well, why doesn't it make any sense? It's paganism. No, I know that. (laughs) No, I know what you're saying. I'm saying the image that they're trying to put out about their morals but yet they're going to partner. You, you, with you, do, you do understand that it says in the Talmud that they can lie to Gentiles and God approves. Yes. So, so then they can say whatever they want. The same they as say they're the high moral the ground when, yes. when it's just filth. This, the, the Talmud is the written down <clears throat> oral traditions of the Pharisees that Jesus rebuked so strongly when he yes. said to the Pharisees, by your oral traditions, you make the word of God of no effect. This is what it is. So nobody should really be surprised when it's actual sexual debauchery and filth and murder and stealing and lying, because that's what paganism is. It's run by Satan. Yes. Well, one other thing I want to point out about it is, okay, I just came out of the new apostolic reformation, the NAR. So I just wrote four books exposing all of their agenda and et cetera. But in that religion, they partner with Israel. They partner with this whole agenda uh, over there with the Noahide laws. Well, I would tell people back then, uh, do you not think it's funny that, not funny, but odd that Israel has the highest number of homosexuals, that their Tel Aviv city is the highest 
uh, population for. It's the actual capital of the entire world. Do you think God is going to bless that? And why do the evangelicals today, because we deal with the president all the time, and we see how their connection is with him. Why do you think that they partner with that? Because they're deceived, they're deceived by the Schofield Bible. Schofield yes. Bible was funded by Samuel Untermeyer, a Jew. And it was specifically written to deceive Christians. Specifically mm-hmm. written to deceive Christians, right. to make them think that the Jews are God's chosen people. Now, this is a whole other rabbit trail we can go down at some time. The word Jew is not even in the Bible. Yes, I heard you say that. The word Gentile is not in the Bible. Okay? God, there are only two groups that God cares about. And those are those who are for him and those who are against him. All right? He doesn't care about your ethnicity. That's an accident of birth. You can't do anything about your ethnicity. Right. So the Israelites were Christians. They were not Jews. Let me just go back. Abraham, the Bible says Abraham was a Hebrew. Everybody thinks that means Jew. It doesn't mean Jew. It means to cross over. If you look at Strong's Concordance and you look at the word Hebrew and you look at its root, it says it means to cross over or to pass over. And God says in Joshua that God called Abraham out of Ur the Chaldees, which is Babylon, to cross over the flood, the flood meaning the Euphrates River, which was the great dividing line between Babylon and, and Canaan. He called him to cross over the flood and he called him to cross over from uh, paganism to worshiping the true God because his, uh, his family worshiped idols over in Babylon. So God called Abraham to cross over in two ways, cross over the Euphrates River to come to Canaan and to cross over from being a pagan to being a worshiper of the true God. And that is what the word Hebrew means. It doesn't mean your genes change to become a Jew. All right. So Hebrew does not mean Jew. Hebrew was the word that was used to describe a worshiper of the true God looking forward to Christ the Messiah who came in he- in Abraham's lineage. All right. Uh, and it says that in Galatians, if, if you are Christ, you are Abraham's heir. An heir to right. the promises. All right. That's what in Galatians. About, what about when... Uh... You know, Israel, when he had the 12, the 12 tribes of Israel. Oh, let's go to that. Okay, now we've got Abraham. See, Hebrew is the word that is used for a Christian before Christ was born. Because Christ wasn't born. You couldn't call them Christians because Christ hadn't been born yet. They didn't know who would be the Messiah. All right? Okay. So and they were Hebrews. Until they had the temple in Jerusalem, And the true worshipers of God worshiped at the temple in Jerusalem by bringing their sacrifices there. They were all looking forward to Christ the Messiah. And so they were then called Judeans because they worshiped the true God in the temple in in Jerusalem in Judea. So they were called Judeans. The word is always Judeans. You have to recognize that the authors of the Bible were inspired by God. The translators were hired by man. Right, but what about like Paul, because I can see a lot of the people on chat. What about with Paul when it says, 
uh, when he says, you know, Jew first and then Gentile. And then no, 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 no. The, word, the word is never Jew. The word is never Jew. The word is always Judean and the word is never Gentile. It is always nations or pagan or heathen. And the Bible describes what nations are, those who know not God. The Bible defines what the nations are, those who know not God. The word Gentiles is not in the original manuscripts at all, nor is the word Jew. It is the translators who have gotten into the Bible and changed the words Judean and nations, which meant worshipers of the true God versus worshipers of idols. And they've changed it from being a form of worship to being an ethnicity as Jews and Gentiles. The word Gentiles never appears in the Bible in the original manuscripts ever, nor does the word Jew. Well, I can't, (laughs) I don't have any knowledge really about. uh, I can tell you where you can find this. I mean, in in our uh, generation, we are so fortunate because in 1985, They came out with the interlinear Bible, which has the Hebrew in the Old Testament and the Greek in the New Testament, with which the English words underneath. And then we have Strong's Concordance. Now, the problem with Strong's Concordance is they admit that they translate the words as the King James Bible does. All right. All of the translations are wrong. Now you say, well, how could they all be wrong? Do you think that Satan is not going to be the ultimate deceiver? What God has preserved his word, but he's preserved it in the original Hebrew and Greek. And you say, well, I don't read Hebrew and Greek. Well, I don't either. But in my book, I I have a book called Who Rewrote the Bible, which took me 12 years to write. And I show you from the interlinear Bible, I have copied certain passages from the interlinear Bible to show you how they have changed the Bible. And in our era, we are so fortunate to be able to have that information. So there are no words Jew or Gentile in the original manuscripts in the Hebrew or Greek, or even in the English translations of the Hebrew and Greek in your Bible. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, If you believe this way, then you would probably believe that Israel is not even a nation. You, I mean, there is fraud. There, Israel is a fraud. The the Israelites of today, I mean, the Jews of today have no relationship to the Israelites. The Jews of today uh, came from Kazaria. Uh, they're Khazars, which was a country, and this is all, again, in my, my book called Who Rewrote the Bible. They came from Kazaria, which was where uh, Southwest Russia is right now, and the state of Georgia, the nation of Georgia near Russia, between the Caspian Sea and the Black Sea. And there was a group called the Khazars. They were Mongol barbarian Turks. They were Gentiles, if you will. They were not, had nothing to do with the Israelites. The Ashkenazi Jews are the the 80 to 90% of all the Jews on the earth. And they came from Kazaria. They have no relationship to the Israelites whatsoever. The other group are Sephardic Jews, and they came from Spain, not Israel. The, uh, they, the, the Jews had to get into the Bible to change the word Judean to Jew. And then they said, oh, right. we are the, are the offspring of the Israelites. So we get to have that area, which they want, because it, God put the Garden of Eden at the center crossroads of the then known world, 
To the west is Europe, to the east is Asia, and to the south is the continent of Africa. So God wanted uh, the true Israel of, of uh, thousands of years ago to be there. So when anybody would be traveling through, they would go through that area and the true Israelites could tell them that the Messiah had come. But instead, we've got these fake people who have taken over this by force, by terrorist activities and by war. That was one of the reasons for World War I was to get uh, the Palestine out of the hands of the Ottomans and into the hands of the British, which were, by the way, already ruled by the right. Jews because of John D. And then Second World War was to get Israel, not only to destroy the Germans, because they were the last Christian non-communist country in Europe. Um, and so they, they wanted to get uh, the palace, Palestine, the area of Palestine from Britain into the hands of today's Jews. The Israelites of today have nothing to do with, I mean, the Jews of today have nothing to do with the Israelites of the Bible. Zero. You know what, uh, Whenever I was studying the UN, I went to the UN with the president last year and I recorded him. And I was actually very shocked when I was inside the UN because I discovered that the UN actually began uh, and they are the ones that made Israel. That's correct. The because the UN was, it was and funded by Rockefeller. Funded by Rockefeller. And Rockefellers are Jews. Are you aware of that? Oh, no. Huh? Yes. Uh, Rockefellers are Jews. Rothschilds are Jews. Trump is a Jew. Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is a member of Jabad Lubavitch. Yeah. Which is the group that put together the Noahide laws. They're the most vicious group about wanting to destroy Gentiles. Right. I, I know. That's why I wanted to. This whole thing, what is happening in the world today, the bottom line is the destruction of true Christianity. Yeah. That is it. So you recognize, boy, you got, Dr. Day, you got me going over here, woman. Okay, listen. Okay. I'm very thankful I had you on here today. I'm going to have to do a lot of research after this. Okay. Uh, this just brings me back then to President Trump. Yes. Okay. Now, when you research President Trump, you you discover his father, Fred. You understand that Fred gave all this money to Shabbat back in the 50s. And then it ends up with the president gets this tree of life, you know, the Kabbalah tree award in the 70s or whatever. He's a Jew. He's a Jew. Trump is a Jew. Their, their, their family name was Trump. He's Jewish. But, but see, the Jews at the very top, they all fight with each other anyway, because there's always chaos. When they talk yeah. about his daughter, Ivanka, uh, converted to Judaism, she didn't convert to, she was a Jew already. She just converted wow. to Abad Lubavitch, that's all. Not, not, they're, they're all Jewish. And yeah. so he's Jewish too. He goes to the Wailing Wall, wears his yarmulke and, you know, does all the stuff. So whether he is controlled opposition or whether he's real, I don't know, but he could be controlled opposition just to cause fighting. And then you see, uh, indeed, Biden stole the election. But if he goes to court and they find out that 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 indeed he won the election, which he did, then they're yeah. fighting. They're going to the, the Democrats are going to uh, communists are going to burn America down. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, through my research, the Democrats are only the UN. They are doing exactly what the UN agenda is, Agenda 2030 and all this. Like their Green New Deal and all that. All that is the UN. So It all comes from the UN, but the whole point is, as George Wallace said many years ago, there's not a dime's worth of difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. Jews own both parties. That's exactly. And Trump, when he was in trouble with his casinos, who bailed him out? The Jewish Rothschilds. Yeah. Okay. So he owes them one. They rule the world. They own the money supply of 192 of the 195 countries in the world. They own the world. We already have a communist government. We already have a one world government because if you didn't have a one world government, they couldn't close the whole world down in one week. Wow. I agree, sis. I agree. I want to go back to the LGBT a minute because I took some notes. Okay, so you wrote a book called Who Wants Homosexuals Dead Book. Now, that is based upon your uh, deal that you had with the AIDS epidemic. Now, or or your experience through that, what what happened to cause you to want to write that book? Well, first of all, um, we at San Francisco, the, the surgeons at San Francisco already knew long before AIDS came along that the homosexual community was a disaster waiting to happen. They are not, they, they tried to promote the idea, oh, well, they're just like heterosexuals, except they like men. No, that's not true. That is not true at all. They have 40 to 50 to sometimes 100 sexual encounters a night in the bathhouses. What? Yes, yes. Okay, they are exchanging feces and blood and urine and and they have what's what are called golden showers where they urinate all over each other. They have scatting where they defecate all over each other. This is a just unbelievable debauched degenerate group. And people say, oh, no, I know two who have lived together for 50 years. Oh, yeah, fine. They're out in parks. They're out in buildings and bathrooms having sex with all sorts of other people. When I was at San Francisco General, uh, I had four people working in my administrative office. Three of them were gay males. I happened to hire them. They were the best people for the job. But they knew what was going on. They were even open about it. And we knew at San Francisco General from the, the, the objects we had to take out of the rectums of gay males. We took out gerbils with their feet cut off. We took out hardened plaster of Paris. We took out light bulbs. We took out uh, toolkits. I mean, this is not normal behavior. It's not normal behavior. And they were using drugs and they were first using poppers and then they were using cocaine and all sorts of things. It's a disaster waiting to happen. And it is not normal behavior. Now, the other thing people don't know, this is the other thing people don't know. When, when you have heterosexual sex, the vaginal lining is very thick and it can, it can handle the friction of sexual intercourse plus the semen being deposited in it or on top of it. But the mucous membranes of the rectum are very different. They're very thin and they are uh, damaged easily. So when they have anal intercourse and the semen is deposited in the rectum, 
it goes through those mucous membranes and it suppresses the immune system and makes them more prone to disease. Now this okay. happens whether it's a, a woman or a man on the wow. receiving end, okay? And I put all this in my book, uh, Who Wants Homosexuals Dead, including all of the medical references. Wow. How can they get this book, doctor? How can, just they, they can go to my website at okay. good news about, I have two websites. My health website is drday.com, D-R-D-A-Y.com. My website where I have all the political and other information where you can get the book, Who Wants Homosexuals Dead, is called goodnewsaboutgod.com. One word, goodnewsaboutgod, all small letters, goodnewsaboutgod.com. Okay. I have over 10,000 political articles there. I have a book called The Coming New World Order, uh, I, which I wrote in 2008. What? Yes, yes, 12 years wow. ago. Um, I, uh, I am writing a book now, which will be ready in just uh, a few weeks. It will go to the printer. It's called The De Deliberate Destruction of America and the World. Who's doing it and why? I've been working on that for about <laughs> three, four years. Okay. And so, wow. uh, uh, plus many other books on health, because as you know, I got well from fourth stage metastatic yes. cancer without any orthodox therapy, because God tells us how to get well. He says, if you follow my laws, that includes his health laws, my right. commandments, all 10 of them, and my decrees, I will keep you free from every disease. And being a doctor, I knew that doctors don't know how to cure cancer or any other disease. They only give you drugs, drugs right. don't cure disease. So anyway, back to the, um, back to the LGBTQ. Yeah. The thing is that this is a dangerous dangerous lifestyle. Homosexuals are killing themselves. The, the life expectancy of a, home, a male homosexual is 30 years less than, than a oh, heterosexual. Man. 30 years less because of all of their exposure to feces and urine and semen of everybody else. I mean, it is just a debauch. We all knew that at San Francisco General Hospital long before AIDS came along. Wow. Let me ask you this. But I remember back when AIDS was first released and how shocked everybody was. And everybody said it was due to the homosexual lifestyle. But now they have retracted and said it's not due to that, correct? Well, the thing is that it's not clear that HIV is actually the cause of AIDS. But the life, the, the, the uh, lifestyle, the, the disease that's caused by the lifestyle of the homosexuals is what they were dying from. That is called AIDS, which is acquired immune deficiency syndrome. It just means that you weren't born with it. You acquired it. Uh, you, well, you acquired it from your uh, debauched lifestyle. Right. So back then, though, when you spoke up against it, I can only imagine the horror that you had to go through because I'm wondering the same thing today about where are the doctors about the mask? I mean, common sense is that you cannot bring it, breathe in your carbon dioxide. There's people that's getting this hypo, whatever you call it, and they're passing out. Well, but the thing is that, again, the masks are just an insignificant factor in the whole thing. The masks are being used to make us into slaves. What okay. they're really saying is you have no free speech. That's what they're really saying. Right, because, right. Because well, years ago with slavery, many of them were made to wear masks. 
So this is that this is the Jews telling the Gentiles, you are our slaves. And what they want is they want to have curfews and they want to have keep people in their houses. So militias can't form and fight them. Now, I am a pacifist. I don't don't believe in shooting people. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you. And and but I agree with everybody's right to have a gun who wants to have a gun. I don't have guns and I'm willing to say that publicly. I don't have guns because I believe in God's protection. I believe he can protect me better than I can. And so I don't believe in that, but I believe in the right for everyone in America to have a gun because that's what the constitution says. But the whole point of the masks is to humiliate people and to keep them from having normal social discourse because they look at us as lower than beasts. They look at us as animals. And that's why they want to muzzle us like a a rabid dog or whatever. And so the whole point, this is all for their their sadistic uh, satisfaction. That's what it's for. Again, we can't lose sight of the bottom line. Satan knows Jesus is coming soon. Right. Because everything is in place. He wants to be able to say when Jesus returns, there is no one on this planet that worships you. This planet is mine. That I, is the bottom line. Bam. That's right. Amen. That's because the I've been line. telling everybody this together campaign is to get hurt. Well, it, it is, is not together. Is- it's not together. This that's a lie. We're not in this together. They're doing it to us. Okay. I know, I know. I mean, their propaganda is uh in my new book, I talk about the Tavistock Institute. They are the uh the the source of all this propaganda. The propaganda is very sophisticated. Christians don't understand how good a liar Satan is. He's been doing it for thousands of years. He's very good at it. They think they know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's really coming. Most people uh, weren't around or were not cognizant of what, what went in, in uh, what went on in Bolshevik, the Bolshevik revolution in Russia and how they slaughtered millions, millions of people. And they wanted to destroy the Christians first. And that yeah. is their main goal. Destroy Christians, then destroy all Gentiles, because the Jews want the world for themselves. They have said that many times. I've got that in my book. Their quotes. Now, do they often tell you that you speak in anti-Semitic terms? <laughs> I can oh, just course, but see, the thing is, I show... Uh, they talk about six million killed in the Holocaust. Well, I, yeah. I, I give the truth about what that figure really is, but they have killed 438 million Gentiles. The Jews wow. have killed 438 million Gentiles. First of all, let's start with abortion. Uh, uh, Margaret Sanger started abortion. She was a Jew, started it to kill black babies. Yeah, I've heard that. 60 million abortions. There's 60 million Gentiles killed by the Jews. All right. Then we've got World War I, which was done by the Jews because Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, talk about World War II, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was president of the U.S. during World War II. He was a Jew. His name was Rosenvelt. They changed it to Roosevelt. His name was Rosenvelt. Winston Churchill was a Jew. His mother was a Jew. Her name was Jenny Jerome. Stalin was a Jew. Lenin was a Jew. 
So Stalin, Churchill, and um, Roosevelt declared war against Germany. Germany didn't want to go to war. England bombed Germany six times before Germany retaliated. So it was the Jews who declared war against Christian Germany. And there was like 66 million uh, uh, Gentiles who got killed in World War II. So all you have to do is start adding up all these. These these are actually human sacrifices. They look at them, the Jews look at them as human sacrifices. All of these Gentiles killed. And why is the United States the military arm of the Rothschilds and of Israel? Because the Israel doesn't want their Jews to die in war. So they have American Gentile Christians, your sons and daughters die. So they can take over the world. Yeah, it's really sad how our evangelicals here have partnered with all that because they, I, I was at a conference last year with John Hagee. You know, he's the biggest one. And I was back there filming. And the totally only deceived. way. He's totally deceived. I know. The only way I got in is because I was a White House correspondent. That's the only, there was only, he only let three in. Yeah. And it's like Fort Knox getting in there. But anyway. Do you know that whole entire conference? I never heard them lift up the name of Jesus. Right. right. It was all about rabbis. The rabbis were praying. They were dancing for Israel. The whole thing was to raise money for Israel. And do you know what Netanyahu says about the evangelical Christians? When he's asked about them, he said, they're fools. They're stupid fools, but don't tell them that right now because we need all the help we can get. Well, they, they don't realize, but they do not allow people to convert people to Christianity, the Jews, you know, over there. Of course. They don't allow I mean, them. The thing is that this is so deep. This is so deep that, yes. that, the, that a Jew, a Jew is the head of every homosexual organization in America. I have them all listed in my book and I show you it is a Jew that's the head of every single one. Wow. Okay, let me move on here. I just want to tell you, Bride, she said in her interview with the uh, Israeli News Live that there are many ways that are headed towards extermination. It's the Noahide laws, the LGBT, abortion, cap and trade, and vaccinations. Yes. So I want to move on to vaccinations because this, when you told Israeli News Live, it was in 2019 and I was listening to you doctor. And I was thinking, man, if she only knew that in six months, they would be pushing a globalist agenda for these vaccines. So I would like for you to talk to us as a doctor. I would like for you to talk to us about the vaccine agenda for a minute, please. Okay. Before I do that, I just want to tell you that 30 years ago, I was showing that nine of the 10 planks of the Communist Manifesto were already in order in our government. We were already a communist government 30 years ago. Wow. Wow. Well, what's, do you know what the, the 10 planks of the Communist Manifesto are? No, ma'am. Well, number one is a central bank. That's the Federal okay. Reserve Bank that's owned by the Jews. That's communism. That's okay. Communism. Secondly, is a, a federal uh, office of communications, a federal office of education, 
a federal office of agriculture. So everything is combined in the federal government. Schools used to be under the control of the local community. Yes, it was. So You're right. All, every plank of the communist manifesto is in order in our government, except one, which is not yet complete, but will be complete within a year or two. And that is the ownership of private property. That's the only one of the 10 planks of the Communist Manifesto that is not completely in order in our government. We well, have a communist see, government. that's about to change, though, because according to the World Economic Forum, they said you will have nothing and you will yeah, be right. happy. That it's, means again, they've, been saying, they've been saying this. I've known this for 30 years. This is this is what happened when I started understanding what was really going on. And I've been writing about this and talking about this for 30 years. Wow. So when I was talking about it uh, a year before they shut uh, the the country down, I have known about this for many, 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 many years. When I wrote my book in 2008, I think the coming new world order, that was 12 years ago. I said all these things in that. Wow. Book. Well, first of all, before we go any further about the vaccines, I forgot to tell you this in the beginning. I just want to thank you, ma'am, for all of your hard work. And all of the ways that you have been trying to expose this, I'm, I'm very honored that you're on here today and you're sharing your heart with all these people. And they don't know really the struggle that you've been through or the way that your life has been on the line. But I just want to thank you for doing that for us. Thank you, ma'am. Well, thank you. The thing is that a lot of people are afraid to speak the truth. But yeah. if everybody's afraid to speak the truth, then nobody will know the truth. The Bible right. tells us we are to expose evil. They can only kill me once. Right. Okay. And people are going to realize that they're going to have to be strong to stand for the Lord because they want to crush Christianity. Yes. And most Christians will fall like uh, a rock. They will yeah. fall like a rock and go over to the other side. They will say, well, you know, if I don't get the vaccination, I, I won't be able to go to work and I won't be able to support your family. Well, what about Jesus Christ? He has told you your bread and water will be sure if you stay with him. But they don't even know what it means to be a Christian. I know. I understand, doctor. Let's go back to the vaccinations. You say in this interview that, okay, you said at this current time, now this was last year, it's probably changed by now, but you said that they want to give each child 60 vaccinations. My son just had a daughter and they wanted to give her 70. Mm -hmm. And that was last year. So why do they want to give children so many vaccinations? And you even brought up the point about how they're giving children, they're killing them with the hepatitis one. Yeah, well, they want to kill the children. That's what they're doing. And that's what they're doing. Uh, when I was young, no children had cancer. Right. No children had autism. No children died of sudden infant death syndrome. No children right. had learning disabilities. They didn't have those. This is all by vaccinations. This is a plan by the Jews to kill Gentile children. This is a plan. And so their vaccines have never, never worked. Vaccines have never worked. Never. They wow. don't protect you. They don't protect you. God doesn't need Bill Gates help. God has made the body to heal itself. I the am body, that one. <laughs> yeah, that is the, awesome. 
the body, the body is designed to heal itself. And that's why it's so important to understand that I had fourth stage cancer. I oh, gave it to myself. I gave it to myself. I didn't do it on purpose. I did it ignorantly because doctors don't know anything about health. They don't know anything about health. They know very little about disease. That's wow. why I became a trauma surgeon because I'm a trauma surgeon because I learned in medical school, doctors don't know how to cure anybody from even one disease. I, I'll say that again. Doctors don't know how to cure even one disease. They only wow. give you drugs. Drugs never cure disease. Drugs treat symptoms not the underlying cause of the disease. They treat symptoms and they all have hundreds of side effects that give you other diseases. So they make you sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker and you never solve the problem. I have had many doctor friends die of cancer. All right. Well, if doctors don't know how to prevent or reverse their own cancer, how do you think they can do it in you? They can't. Oh, 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 oh that is true. Okay, so well, they're our, wanting to know the Jews. Do the Jews get vaccines? No, no. Bill Gates what? did not vaccinate his children. Wow. Yeah. yeah. His children's pediatrician uh, told told that publicly. He did not vaccinate his children. And who are you talking about? Bill Gates. Oh, okay. But do the Jews vaccinate their children? Bill Gates is a Jew. Oh, I mean, do the red? Do the society? They well, probably see, see what you have to realize is that the elitist Jews don't care much more about the rank and file Jews than they do about the Gentiles. They're expendable to them. Uh, they just use them to promote the um, the lies of the Holocaust. They use them to promote all the things about Israel. They use them to promote all this, but they don't care about them. They don't care about them. The elitist Jews live by the Kabbalah. The uh, rank and file Jews either live by the Talmud, which is, you know, a book of thousands of laws that, that control every moment of your life, or they're right. agnostic Jews or they're whatever, but they're secular Jews. But the, the big Jews, the Bill Gates, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the George Soros, those big Jews, they don't give a rip about the rank and file Jews, except to use them. Right. So going back to the vaccinations, okay, so we know that their agenda has increased against the children, okay, but now we know that Bill Gates, ever since the year 2010, has funded billions of dollars every year into where we're at now. Right. We know from Event 201 when they did their planning session for this year. Now their whole year has been for what we're the point that we're at now of the uh, rollout of the vaccination. And so we want to know from your point of view, first of all, the first question is, okay, do you understand the technology that's involved in this vaccine uh, rollout for this? Or what do you know about it? Well, it's an mRNA vaccine, which has never been produced before. It's a messenger RNA. Messenger RNA has the ability to cut out a piece of your DNA. Okay. And, re and replace it with a synthetic portion. Now, what you need to know is that, of course, the Jews don't care about this. They, they override it all the time, but they always try to have a legal veneer on what they're doing. Uh, it is impossible to patent something that's natural. In other words, you can't patent a dandelion 
or you can't patent a blade of grass. But if you genetically modify it, that's why they're genetically modifying food. Number one, to take the nutrition out of it, uh, to put chemicals into it that will kill you, as well as to modify it so they can patent it and control the food so they can take your food away and you starve to death. All right. So that's why they gen genetically modify food. This mRNA vaccine will genetically modify you. Right. So then you will be patentable and they will own you and they can do wow. whatever they want with you. Wow. Okay. So that's the, that's the idea. Plus there will be nanoparticles in it so they can do so hook you up to artificial intelligence and destroy you in any way they want. Well, we again, no vaccination has ever worked. And these are much more deadly than any vaccinations that have ever been produced. Well, I want to tell you this from an experience of being at the White House. Okay. From the beginning, President Trump's press conferences that he's had with his task force and all this, not one question has been allowed of what are you going to do with the ones that refuse the vaccine? So they have controlled the press that has been in this room that's able to ask the questions. Well, I know so what they're going to do. I know what they're going to do. It's been clear what they're going to do. They're, first of all, you're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to buy food. You're going to be taken to a concentration camp that they call isolation camps. Nobody will be able to come and visit you there because yeah. you are a danger because you've got a non-disease that has no symptoms. COVID-19 <laughs> doesn't right. even exist. COVID-19 right. doesn't even exist. The Centers for Disease Control admits they have never isolated it. They said there's no isolates, which means they've never isolated that. It's all a hoax. It doesn't even exist. Well, then how can the doctors in the country or in the world be going along with this? Because, first of all, the hospitals get paid $13,000 more if they put COVID down on the death certificate or on any uh, chart. Uh, if they use the... Um, uh, if they put them on uh, a respirator, they'll get paid $33, $1,000 more. And they get threatened with loss of their license or threatened with death or threatened with all sorts of things, just like I have been threatened. And so the doctors go along with it. And some doctors are naive. Most doctors actually believe that, that vaccinations of the previous sort have worked. I did. 30 years ago, I believed vaccinations worked. I was so stupid, just like every other doctor, I vaccinated my children. Mm -hmm. Doctors believe, because here's, here's the point. Doctors are unable to think for themselves. Because here's what <laughs> happens. If you, no, this is true. This is true. Okay. okay. If you're in high school and you want to be a doctor, you want to go to a good um, college, okay? So what do you do when you're in high school? You work hard, you get good grades, and you never rock the boat. So then you get into a good college. You want to go to a good medical school. So you work wow. hard, you get good grades, and you never rock the boat. When you get into medical school, you, you want to go for a good residency. So you work hard, you get good grades, you never rock the boat. And right. then when you're done with your residency, you want to either get a good position on a faculty or you want to get into a good group. So you work hard, you get good grades and you never rock the boat. So by the time I found this, uh, there were only two of us in the whole country, doctors speaking out about AIDS and healthcare worker safety. And they were, we were both in San Francisco and, um, 
uh, everybody else was afraid. Everybody else was afraid. Mm -hmm. And of course, they had some reason to be afraid because I had my life threatened, uh, not only by the government, but my life was threatened by the homosexual community. They sent me AIDS contaminated needles through the mail and said they hoped that I would get AIDS from the, the needles when I opened it. And that if I didn't, they would follow me around the world wherever I went to speak and inject me with AIDS blood in an elevator. The FBI was involved in that. Of course, they never found out who did it. But the, for a time, all of my mail had to be um, x-rayed before the, the, the hospital um, administrator said all my mail had to be x-rayed to protect me. And there were times I had so many threats to my life that he ordered armed guards into the operating room with me because they were going to kill me. So that's why a lot of people don't want to speak out. Wow. Well, let me move on to the next thing because we appreciate you telling us the truth about the vaccines. Okay, the next thing is, um, what is your thoughts on the Noahide laws on what you have studied all these years and the actual agenda of what is happening today with COVID? Because we see as well that the president did the peace deal, which had to do with all of this. And they happen to find a common enemy, the Muslims and the Jews, and I believe it's us, the Christians. Now, so the Muslims and the, what the, what the, the Jews are the ones behind everything. The Muslims don't own the money supply of 192 of the 195 countries in the world. They don't. The Jews do. The Rothschilds do. They use the Muslims. They're using the Muslim now. They want to have uh, street fighting between Muslims and Christians so they'll kill each other. They go on the side of the Muslims whenever it suits them, and they look at the Muslims as their enemies whenever it suits them. They use every group, just like they're using the evangelical Christians. Yes, they are. The bottom line is they, they say Jesus in their Talmud, their holiest book, it says Jesus is boiling in hot excrement in hell, and that Mary, his mother, was a whore. That's what it says in their holiest book. They hate Christians. They hate Christians. And so they want Christians dead. That's what this is all about. Christians Mm -hmm. dead first, the rest of the Gentiles dead because they want the world for themselves. I agree. Uh, So with this agenda, though, uh, what do you see President Trump's? They're all wanting to know what do you see about President Trump and his role in this? President Trump doesn't run the country. No president runs the country. The Rothschilds run the country. They, the president does what the Rothschilds want him to do, or they'll kill his family and him, just like they did Kennedy. Kennedy recognized that the CIA was run by the Jews and they were really running the country, and he wasn't. And so he was going to get rid of the CIA. He was going to get rid of the Federal Reserve and have the Federal Reserve has no right to control our money supply. That's supposed to be controlled by Congress. And it's the Jews that, that, that own the Federal Reserve. It's a private corporation. It's not a government corporation. It's a private corporation. And so he was going to get rid of all those. He was going to get us out of Vietnam. And, uh, and uh, Jews promote both sides of every war. 
they fund both sides of every war. So it kills a lot of people and they get very rich. And so when Kennedy realized this, he started passing all sorts of laws, get rid of the CIA, get us out of Vietnam. So what did they do? They blew his brains out in public as right. a warning, say, don't mess with us. Now, Trump is a Jew. Clinton is a Jew. The Bushes are Jews. I mean, with the last, and Obama is a Jew. His mother was Jewish. The last mm -hmm. five presidents have been Jews. Nine of the last 14 presidents have been Jews. Lyndon Johnson was a Jew. He was a crypto Jew, a Jew mm -hmm. who pretends to be a Gentile. Harry Truman, a Jew. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, a Jew. These are all Jews pretending to be uh, not only Gentiles, but sometimes pretending to be Christian Gentiles. Well, that's what we see with uh, President Trump trying to say he's a Christian. Yeah, no. Okay, so let's move on to the next deal. Okay, going back to the CV, the coronavirus. Okay, uh, with the deal with George Floyd, okay, there is a there is a some type of spiritual uh, connection to when the slogan that they used for him was "I can't breathe," and then they forced the mask on us where we cannot breathe. Well, but see, George Floyd is just a blip on the screen. George Floyd was a criminal. George Floyd mm -hmm. was a criminal. I'm not saying I don't know whether bad things were done to him or not, but it yeah. is a blip on the screen. It is just to promote chaos. That's what it is to get everybody fighting, to get right. the, America being burned down. Uh, the, the people who are heading up Black Lives Matter admit that they're Marxist communists. They admit and, that they're Marxist yeah, communists. Yes. So, so the whole point, this is all part of that. Black Lives Matter. It's all part to get everybody fighting with everybody else and to not understand who's really behind it all and what the big picture really is. Right. Okay. Well, is there anything that you would like to say to the Christians in America? I would like for you to talk to her. Yeah, I would say start reading your Bible because people aren't reading their Bibles. Oh, they'll pick up and they'll open up to something that, that gives them comfort. That's not what your Bible is for. That's all about you. What you need to have it is all about God. You need to get to know who God is. He's only given us one book and it tells us everything we need to know about how to have a successful life, how to stand for him, how to stand for truth, how to make your marriage work, how to raise your children, it tells you everything. Nobody reads it. The pastors aren't even reading it. Oh, they'll read a little bit here and a little bit here. And then, oh, John 316, I, I believe, I believe. No, you have to read the Bible. Start with the New Testament. If you're not a re reader of the Bible, start with the New Testament. Read the Gospels through three times because they're about Jesus Christ. You need to learn who Jesus Christ is. I have had people say to me, oh, well, if I start in the New Testament, should I start in Acts 2? And I said, why Acts 2? Oh, well, that's where the church started. Well, let me tell you something else. The word church is not in the Bible either. 
The word mm-hmm. church is not in the Bible. The word is ecclesia. And people say, oh, well, that means church. No, it doesn't. Because the mob in Ephesus that wanted to lynch Paul and his associates in Ephesus because they were preaching against the goddess Diana and preaching about Jesus Christ. And the goddess Diana is what their livelihood was. They made these statues. And so they had a lynch mob riot. And you know what that was called? An ecclesia. An ecclesia. Well, they couldn't call that church, so they called it a riotous assembly, but it tells you that the word ecclesia does not mean church. It just means a group of people who all believe the same thing, whether it's good or bad. It's not a church with an organization or anything else. The disciples did not go to church. They met along the riverbank and in homes. That was the ecclesia. So there were the, 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 in Revelation, the message to the seven churches is not to churches. It's to ecclesias. There was no organization. Uh, so, so the whole point, God wants us to have a relationship with him, not with a church right. a relationship with him. And the only way you'll find that out is for you to read the Bible, read the Bible, start reading in the new Testament, read the gospels through three times first, before you go on to the rest of the new Testament, and then you start with the old Testament and you say, well, you know, I don't understand it. Well, if you, when you're in high school, if you've never had chemistry, you don't understand it. The reason you take chemistry is because you don't know about chemistry. The reason you read the Bible is because you don't know what's in there. So, and as you get closer to God, if you search for him with all your heart, he will open your mind so you can understand it, but you have to read it through many times. You have to keep, because this is written by God. It's written by God through through human authors. It's not going to be like reading a fictional novel. You have to, God says that God's spirit will lead you into all truth, but only if you're searching for him with all your heart. That's right. Well, they've got a few questions on mine. One of them is, can you lead them in the right path to find out about Trump being a Jew or a Jesuit? Well, again, it really doesn't even matter. You just have to say, all you have to do is investigate. How many Gentiles do you think are, um, are billionaire real estate magnets in New York? <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, the thing is, it speaks for itself. And, and we I got a picture of him at the Wailing Wall wearing a yarmulke. I mean, Gentiles don't do that. Are they even allowed to do that? Like, I if I was- but it doesn't matter. But again, don't focus on Trump because Trump doesn't run the country. No president has run the country since Kennedy. No president has run the country. Mm-hmm. Jews have run the country since they assassinated Kennedy. Then they got control of the immigration. They got control of all the schools. They got control of all the textbooks. They got control of everything. That was the beginning of the end, the true beginning of the end in 63. All right. And then in 1989, when the wall came down, when they made you think that communism was dead, Gorbachev at that time said, Gorbachev at that time said, don't worry about Glasnost and Perestroika, which was supposedly the end of communism. He said, yeah. nothing will change. This is just to make the Americans think that communism is dead. Nothing will change. Right. So people think, oh, well, but we have a communist country. As I just said earlier, we have a communist country. Well, they're wanting to know what Bible do you read? 
Okay, well, first of all, I don't just read one Bible. You have to really study. I start with the King James. There are hundreds and hundreds of errors in the King James. So I also use the interlinear Bible. I use Strong's Concordance, and I use the uh, concordant literal version. Now, concordant, C-O-N-C-O-R-D-A-N-T. But I explain all of this in the third chapter of my book, who rewrote the Bible? I've already worked this all out for you. I'm suggesting you be like the Bereans uh, and study to see if it is so. But I've already spent 12 years researching all this. If you get my book, Who Rewrote the Bible? And again, that's available on both of my websites, goodnewsaboutgod.com and drday, drday.com. And you can read that and you can see how they changed the Bible. Then you can get your own interlinear Bible and you can see if I've told you the truth. Study right. to see if it is so. But I have already done, already done all the footwork, just like I've done all the footwork to show you how to get well from cancer and every other disease. By the way, a year before I was diagnosed with cancer, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. I had quite a severe tremor. Uh-huh. And after I was diagnosed with cancer, I developed symptoms of multiple sclerosis. But when I got well from my cancer by changing everything about my life to deprive the cancer of what it needed to grow. Okay, that's what I did. And when I got well, all of my symptoms of Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis went away too. I have no tremor, as you can see, I have no tremor whatsoever. And I'm totally well, cancer free. I have no diseases, I take no medications. I am totally well. And, and soon I will be 84 years old. Wow. You look like you're my age, 50. As soon I will wow. be 84 years old and I still work full time. I take no medications. I have no diseases. I can still run. I can still do anything. And I have the energy wow. of a 30 year old. That is amazing. Yes. Well, Dr. Day, they're wanting to know about, uh, is the Rothschilds grooming the Antichrist right now? Well, see, the Antichrist is a system. It's not an individual. There are, the Antichrist will come. They've got one waiting in the wings now who's called Lord Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A. And they'll have all of these things. But the Antichrist is a system. It's a system that is against Christ. And that is what is running the world right now. These people are against Christ. It's the Antichrist system. That's what Judaism is, is the Antichrist system. By the way, Christianity did not come out of Judaism. Judaism did not start until the um, Pharisees wrote down the Talmud. They wrote down their oral traditions, and that didn't happen until 300 AD. Christianity started in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3.15, where right after Adam and Eve sinned, God promised them a savior in Genesis 3.15. He said to Satan, I will put enmity between you and the woman, which was Eve, and between your seed, your offspring, those who follow you, and between her her seed, those who follow Christ. And they shall, and Christ shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Well, Satan bruised Christ's heel by the Pharisees orchestrating Christ's death, but Jesus was resurrected. So, he only had his heel bruised, but by his resurrection, he will bruise the head of Satan because eventually Christ will supersede all. 
So Christianity started in the Garden of Eden. It did not come out of Judaism. It did wow. not come out of heathenism. It started in the Garden of Eden. Judaism didn't start till long after Christ. There were no Jews in the Old Testament or the New Testament. There were Judeans, but not Jews. Okay, they're wanting to know how they can find out about your diet. Do you have a book about how you got well, First of all, it's not just diet. Let me okay. tell you this. When I, I don't know why people always want to concentrate on the diet. You have to eat the right diet, yes, as part of it. But when I was first diagnosed with cancer, I changed to the right diet, a totally vegan diet, the diet I still eat. But when I only did that, my tumor continued to grow. So you've got to do all the other 10 steps in the plan. You've got to learn to forgive your enemies. You've got oh. to, learn to forgive everyone who's wronged you. You've got to learn how to give up anger and grudge holding because when you don't forgive and when you hold on to anger, you trigger your fight or flight reaction, which pours cortisol and adrenaline into your body and the cortisol suppresses your immune system so you can't get well. That's why you've got to follow God's commandments and decrees. The decrees are love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. You've got to um, learn that, see, a woman can do one thing, one thing that's free that will decrease her possibility of getting breast cancer by almost 70%. One thing that's free, and that's four hours of exercise a week, a week, not a day a week, four hours of exercise a week will decrease her risk by almost 70% of getting breast cancer. Do you know that cancer uh, tumors grow twice as fast if you're breathing indoor air as if you're breathing outdoor air? This is all in the medical literature, except nobody puts it together. Nobody puts it together. The only way you can put it together and understand it, and I have, I have a starter package, which contains four DVDs, four books, and six CDs, which contains everything you need to know to get well from cancer, Parkinson's, MS, any of those, because they're all caused by the way we live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. Cancer does not fall from the sky. It does not just happen, and it's not genetic. If it were genetic, then our, our ancestors, our great-grandparents would have had to have as much cancer as we do to pass it down to us. But they didn't. Wow. In, in 1900, only 3% of Americans have cancer. Now 50% of Americans develop cancer in their lifetime. It is not in your genes. It okay. is the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. You do it to yourself, just like I did it to myself. The good news is that if you did it to yourself, you can fix it, but you need the strength and the commitment and the determination of Jesus Christ in your life to give you the self-control to do what you need to do. Amen, sis. Amen. Last question, because I know you probably don't have all day, but the next question is, what would you say to these families, which almost all of my audience does not want the vaccine? What would you say to these people about how to say no when they are pressuring them every which way you want to have a job in this. But if they try to force them with a vaccine as a doctor, what can we do about it? It's like, not anything that a doctor's voice will tell you. I'm telling you 
what a true Christian's voice will tell you in order to have the ability to stand strong when all that happens is you've got to know Jesus Christ better than you know any human being on earth. Because the Bible says there will be a time of trouble worse than has ever been on the earth. This is where we're going. In order for you to stand strong, no matter what happens. See, see, Christianity does not mean, oh, you know, oh, I love Jesus. That's not what it's about. You yeah. have to be strong, even though they come to, I mean, I know, see, in they have guillotines in all of the camps. Mm-hmm. In all the FEMA camps, they have guillotines. They have mainstreamed decapitation. Yeah. The book that every doctor's office has and every hospital has, the billing that comes actually from the United Nations, it has a number for every single disease and every single kind of diagnosis. They have now added decapitation by guillotine to the mainstream billing book. So if you think that I'm full of hot air because I say they're going to decapitate people, but you have to be strong enough to stand for the Lord, no matter what. Now, now I'm not going to get the vaccine. They may put me in prison and hold me down and force the vaccine on me. But if they do that, and I have no control over that, if God wants to, he can inactivate it. But he's not going right. to inactivate it if I get it just so I don't have to go to prison. Right. I agree. 100%. Yes, ma'am. And even if he doesn't, remember what the, the three uh, friends of Daniel, when they threw them into the fiery furnace, oh, they yeah. said beforehand, our God can protect us. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow down. Yes, that's what you have to be able to do in the face of death for you or your children. Wow. Well, is there anything else you would like for them to know about the current day agenda with the vaccine or with? Uh, there's the- a whole lot, but I think that we, we have, a, have a, a, a flavor of what's going on now. The bottom line is to eliminate Christianity from the earth. And I'm talking about true Christianity. Our churches are now are just social clubs. They don't study the Bible. They don't know what's going on in the Bible. They don't know what, what, uh, what, is actually happening in the world and how long this has actually been going on. In my new book, I show you that the last push started in 1913. Wow. When they took over the money supply. Is your husband still alive? Are y'all still married? No, no. Uh, my, my husband, four, five years ago now, uh, fell and broke his hip. And I told the orthopedic surgeon, since I'm an orthopedic surgeon, I said, don't give him blood thinners. He doesn't need it. He's a vegan vegetarian, doesn't need it. They did it anyway. 30 minutes after his operation, he bled three fourths of his blood volume into his leg and almost oh. died and his brain was gone. So I took care of him for four years. He died a year ago last August. Oh. I took care of him for four years. I got him back to good health physically, but his mind never recovered from that. This is what the doctors oh. do to you. And so uh, he is not alive. He would be, he was almost 90 when he died. He was too much short from 90 when he passed away. But the whole point is that this, this, he, being in Congress did not give him the information he needed because you're right in the middle of it and you can't see it. 
right. I was able to see it because I was out of it. That's even a problem with the church when you're in the middle of it and everybody else believes like you, you are not. You could say, well, how could I be wrong? Look at all these other people believe just like right. I do. Well, then go be a Muslim or go be a Catholic or go be something else because there are a lot of those too. What you have to do is you have to realize that Satan is the great deceiver and you've yeah. got to study the Bible and it's got to be that God is opening your mind. That's the only way you will survive what is coming because yeah. as Jesus said, it will be worse than the world has ever seen. I agree, sis. Well, do you mind if we pray before we get okay. off here? Bride, you know, every time we have somebody on here, we always pray for them on the Bride Time Live. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for Dr. Day. And Lord, thank you for all the years that she has fought for the church and, and told people the truth, Lord. And thank you for giving her supernatural strength, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for the words that she releases in her books, Lord. And we pray that you bless that. And Lord, we pray that you bless her, Lord. Bless her home. Thank you for angels being encamped about her home, Lord. And we just thank you too, Lord, for her being on our broadcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Dr. Day, would you mind telling everybody one more time how they can find your, how many books have you written? I have written 11 books and I have numerous DVDs uh, that have tremendous wow. amounts of information in them. And, um, and I have many CDs as well. So if you can go to my website at drday.com and most of the, the health information is there. I do not have my books, um, Who Wants Homosexuals Dead and a couple of the others, Coming New World Order on that on that one because I don't want people who are very sick with cancer to worry about those things right now. Okay. So gotcha. those are available on my other website at goodnewsaboutgod.com. And uh, so you can go there. There's a wealth of information. Uh, I don't know how many of you know about the Elijah message, which is the last message to the earth before Jesus comes. It was the last message to the earth before Jesus came the first time. It is the Elijah message is in the last two verses of Malachi the very last two verses of the Old Testament. And even though there was a 400 year period between the Old Testament and New Testament in the Bible, the next thing that happens is Jesus is born. And right. Jesus himself tells us that John the Baptist brought the Elijah message, but the Elijah message will come right before Jesus comes. And I have that in my book called Who Started the Organized Church? Okay, well, Who started my the organized church. My audience is asking, please have her own more. <laughs> I I'd be happy to... to do that. I'd be happy because there's a lot more we have to talk about. But, you know, I uh, the information that I give out is so stunning to many people that they it feel so overwhelmed. But of it course, is. I've been doing this for 30 years. And so I've had a lot of time to to gather it all. And so, but, but you can find it in my books and this new book will be coming out within a, a month or so. And so uh, it will tell you everything you need to know about what's going on in the world right now, politically. Well, please let me interview you when that book comes out. I will. Yes, we definitely want to know about it. And I would love to read it a little bit so I can, you know how you can send ahead of time. If you can send me one. Right. I would love to interview you so that we can find out about that book because it'd be coming out probably when they're 
and full blown with the vaccine agenda. Well, maybe, although I believe that they made the vaccine before they even started the fake. Yeah, I do too. I think they have that. It's just that they, they don't want to admit that because then yeah. they had to admit that this is all fake. Uh, coronavirus causes nothing more than the common cold and COVID-19. See, there are many, many coronaviruses. There are dozens and dozens of them. They all cause a common cold. COVID-19 yeah. does not exist. If you look at corona, see, see, people don't know all of these occult meanings. Corona. Corona. Well, that means crown, right? Means crown. Do you know what the crown corporation is in England? It's the Rothschilds. That's the name of their organization is the crown incorporated. So the virus is the crown virus because they call it Corona. How many letters in Corona? Six. Okay. Now, so you got a six down at the bottom of Corona. So then what, what is the C in the alphabet? It's three. What is the O? It's 15. If you go that and look at that, it's 66. So you've got 666. They're what? just laughing in our faces. Yes, this is well, nothing. Well, that's the same way with the World Economic Forum. Their, their logo right. is 666. Right. right. But see, when you, the thing is that COVID-19, they, they um, patented this. They patented COVID-19, but it doesn't exist, but they don't care. They patented, you know why? They patented the virus, which doesn't exist. And they patented all methods of detecting the virus, including all test kits for it. So then nobody else can investigate it to prove that it doesn't exist. What? Yes. I've got all that in the book too. Wow. Because a lot of us know about the Microsoft 060606 patent that they actually changed the name of later. Do you know that, Mike, that Bill Gates did not invent Microsoft? It was invented by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Program, and it was given to him. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, his friends say he couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag. He did not invent uh, Facebook. It was invented by DARPA, LifeLog is what it was called, and then it was made into Facebook, and it was given to him to run. What? A nice young Jew boy, yes. Wow. So these people did not do these things. Uh, um, uh, Bill Gates didn't even finish college. He has no credentials to do what he's doing, except his only credential is he's a Jew and he wants to kill Gentiles. That's wow. his only credential. Well, what about his uh, wife? Is it really a man? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if she is, but I do know that she wears an upside down cross, which means she worships Satan. I have a picture of her uh, with an upside down cross. I can tell you who is a man, and that is Michelle Obama is a man. Michelle Obama was born a male, and it was on uh, Wikipedia for a long time until they finally took it off. I've got the copy of when they had it on Wikipedia. Uh, he played uh, Michelle was Michael Obama, uh, Michael Robinson, and he played uh, football in high school. And then he had a partial sex change, but has not had his male genitalia removed because you can see that through the dresses, which I have pictures of, too. Wow. And their children are not their children. I have pictures of their the the real parents of their children. Those were borrowed children. Wow. Boy, this is pretty heavy. Is that in your books too? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's oh, why you're not going to be on YouTube very long. Anytime I'm on there, they take me down quickly. So I hope you're on BitChute or something else because they'll take you down if I'm on. Wow. That's where you're live right now is on YouTube. Yeah, well, the thing is that um, 
they they will if you if you put my name on there they'll take me down and they've got you know they've got these sensors that are going around yeah. so they take me down because they don't want any truth tellers up there yeah they don't want any truth tellers and so, they have been penalizing me a lot lately so again if you if you better get on BitChute or something else yeah. as well because otherwise they'll take you down well thank you so much and I will see you soon okay all right thanks a lot all right okay. bye bye Treehouse Publishers presence. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as Judgment, Technology, Tribulation Days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system, this book's chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church, this book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment, what is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American pot books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you.